Welcome to the intersection of Black culture and horticulture with your girl, Cola B. Talking. And guess what, y'all? We black in the garden. You have arrived at the intersection of Black culture and horticulture with your girl, Cola B. Talking, hostess with the mostest of Black in the Garden. Previously on Black in the Garden. It's something else. The first thing we brought over, you know, um, with the slave trade and everything was, you know, okra. They would tie okra um, in the hair and we, you know, planted seeds in the South and that's our roots. Our roots are the vegetables. So, you know, we just got to figure out how to tell our own stories. So this is a special solo episode where I'm just coming in to talk to my people, talk to my planty peeps, my soil sisters and my botanical brothers, check on y'all, see how y'all doing. I hope that it's well, but if it's not well, that's okay too. Like we don't have to be out here thriving and doing 75 jumping jacks and eating up all the vegetables all the time. Sometimes you, you're gonna want those flaming Hot Cheetos. And I understand if that's what you need, indulge, enjoy yourself. But, you know, balance always in everything, balance. So today, speaking of balance, sometimes we do the interviews, you know, sometimes I chop it up with some really amazing, brilliant and illustrious guests. And we'll continue with that next week. But right now, we're going to get a few lessons. We're going to get five survival lessons from five plants. And this was recently downloaded into my spirit Because I just knew that I wanted to come in and I wanted to, well, come on, come on, y'all, you're listening. Thank you for your ears, by the way. I wanted to come on and speak about the times in a way that is addressing the condition that we're all in right now, which is varying. But overall, I know a lot of us are being tested around things like patience and resilience and just really just figuring out how to move forward. So I too, I'm raising my hand, like I'm literally raising my hand. Difficult times. Uh, I said the other day, these are unusual times. And for because the times are so unusual, many of the circumstances that we find ourselves dealing with are also unusual. So I'm just so glad that I was able to take a moment to break down a few lessons, survival lessons to be specific, from some plants so we could put everything in perspective. Here at Black in the Garden, this is a safe space. And part of what I mean when I say safe space is I do not wish to inundate you with thoughts and ideas and news that has already been widely circulated and repeated to the point where it is just damn annoying. Uh, It is triggering. It contributes to anxiety in a way. I just don't want to participate in that. But what I will say, though, is that I have taken note of 
current events, things that are happening, such as racism. Well, I mean, that's been been happening for way longer than it should have been happening. And unfortunately, it's still happening. Our uh, Black brothers and sisters are being hunted down, really in the name of racism, like in the name of hate, to be more specific. The police are still wilding out. Uh, something about some UFOs. Uh, I even saw something about some sea creatures being washed up. Like, what in the world? Like, what dimension is this? I don't know. But this episode is intended to be helpful. (laughs) It is hard out here for a pimp, according to, uh, I believe that was in Colossians. Uh, don't quote me, but y'all, we just trying to get through this. What what have we been saying since this started? We're going to get through this together. I really do want us to get through this together. And I appreciate y'all support and being a part of the Black in the Garden family, the Planty Peeps. Y'all know who y'all are. Whoever's listening, I thank you for your ears. I can never thank you enough for those two pieces of flesh hanging off the side of your face. Thank you so much for letting me uh, infiltrate them and, and get all into your your um, your podcast rotation. I do not take it for granted. I do not take your support for granted, which is why I don't want to get on your nerves. I just want to share positivity and and be inspirational and be encouraging. And by the time that you get through the five survival lessons from the plants. I spoke to them. Take my word. Just trust me. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Steve Harvey on Family Feud when he's like, we interviewed five plants and asked them all how they would survive a pandemic. And this is what they had to say. So just kind of take it in that spirit. Shout out to Coco and Seed for being such a dope affiliate as well as a supporter of Black in the Garden. So I just want to tell you a little bit more about Coco and Seed where when you want to when you get ready to go find them, it's very important that you use the affiliate link that is in the show notes. But the thing about Cocoa and Seed is that it is a dope black business and you can get Things like home decor, you can get a mason jar hydroponic growing system that is super cute. Uh, As far as growing systems go, you can also get that microgreens planter that is kind of like a self-watering situation. There's these really cute monstera mugs. I'm telling you, like everything is first and foremost, it's cute. It is When it comes to the growing systems, your windowsill is all that you need. So support Black business, support Black in the garden, and get you some dope things, some items, new things are coming out, all of that on that website. But you need to go through the affiliate link. That's all that I ask when you go visit Cocoa and Seed, that you go through the Black in the Garden affiliate link. That is in the show notes. That is also in my link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Black in the Garden. Thanks for your support.
Without further ado, let us get into five survival lessons from five plants across the board, from seedlings to snake plants, even weeds and monstera. Okay, maybe I said all five. We're going to learn five lessons and we're going to start with a rubber tree. One thing that I learned about the rubber tree, aka the ficus known by so many names. I don't have the Latin name on me right now. We're not here for science. We are here for survival lessons. So pay attention. Be still and thrive. Did you get that? Are y'all writing this down? You, you could take notes. I'm not telling you what to do, but you could take notes. One thing that I learned from a dear soil sister friend of mine, Lucretia Braxton, is not to be moving them ficus, them rubber tree. Don't move them around. They don't like to be moved. They don't like to be bothered. It just interrupts their whole flow of concentrating their energy towards becoming the best plant that they can be, right? Concentrating our energy towards becoming the best person we can be. Being still, which is what we're supposed to be doing right now, if it is possible for you. Being still, not the worst thing. At least stillness lends towards the concept of rest. Stillness gives us the opportunity to be thoughtful and contemplative. Stillness allows us the space to really collect our thoughts and be very strategic and calculated about determining what move would be next. What would be the best next move to be specific? This is an opportunity to thrive. Being still, being uninterrupted, not having to concern ourselves with how to maneuver, but rather enjoying the stillness where we can do things like meditate. Think about what you can do in stillness that would actually contribute to you thriving. Just think about it. Let me know what you think. So as we contemplate on the lesson from the rubber tree, which is to be still and thrive, let us move on to the next lesson from the next plant being the snake plant. You should know what a snake plant is. The mother-in-law tongue. Once again, I don't have the Latin for this. This was downloaded into my spirit for the purpose of enrichment for us to be able to grow, for us to be able to survive. The snake plant wants to teach us to do more with less. Because the question, oh my God, the question that I get as that plant girl, as that Black in the Garden plant podcast host is the question I get, one of the questions I get the most often is, what's a good plant for me to get started with? Obviously from those who haven't started with plants. And the resounding answer from me or anybody would be a snake plant because what we understand about those plants is that they do more with less. They need less light. I mean, they can survive with less light, although they do enjoy more light, but we're not, in, we're not here for the technicality of it all. What I need you to understand is that we can do more with less. They need less light and they also don't require a lot of water. They're pretty efficient about using their resources to be able to 
survive in conditions where they may not be getting the most of the resources. Is that what we're doing? Think about toilet paper. (laughs) Think about how you don't get to have perhaps all of your favorite luxuries and amenities. You can't get access to all of the things, all of your favorite things. But really, do you need all the things? Or could you stand to recognize how to do more with less? Minimalism, if you will. That's what the snake plant wants us to learn about survival, the survival lesson that we are to get from this particular plant. Resilience is key. You might not get every single one of your conditions met for how you prefer to wait out whatever. I don't know. I don't know how to put it, but you know what I'm trying to say, which is we're waiting for society to go back to a state where we can do the things that we used to do. And I am being very intentional (laughs) and careful about not using the word normal because I hate to be the one to have to tell you this, but normal is over. All right. The new normal is what is being crafted and constructed and this is what we're being led to right now. So if you haven't come to terms with that, just understand that there's definitely a new normal that is being shaped as we speak, as you listen to this. And if you want to survive in whatever the new normal is, you got to be resilient and do more with less as the snake plan is trying to let us know. So our next lesson, our survival lesson from the plants comes from the Monstera, which is so popular. You might've seen her on Instagram. She's all over social media. Can't miss her, especially on Monday. Monstera's, we go up for those things. Y'all know, Monstera boo. Hashtag it, bow. I'm still trying to make that a thing. (laughs) But for real, y'all, hashtag Monstera boo. Anyway, so one of our our friends of the show, Air Garden, our, our soil sister, recently posted, and I wanted to share this because as soon as I read it, it just, it hit me straight in the heart. A lesson about understanding, not understanding, I'm sorry, trusting, let me get my verbs right, trusting the growth process. Because, you know, understanding the growth process, that's a whole nother thing. It literally is a whole nother thing for another time. Not right now. Trusting it though, trusting the growth, do you trust the process? Do you consider processes when you are experiencing life? Do you consider how we have to be patient with ourselves as we are learning, developing, figuring things out, making mistakes? It's all a part of the process. Life altogether could be considered to be a process or all of the individual things that we have going on, especially when it comes to things that require effort, steps to be taken, things of that nature. But growth is a process just in general. And that's something that as us being living, living human beings is just ongoing. That's just life. Like that's literally life. So I want to share what she shared, kind of paraphrase a little bit about what really stood out to me, what resounded 
with me about this lesson from the Monstera that I got from uh, Brie is her name, the uh, ear garden on Instagram about trusting the, the growth process. As she calls it, trust your growth. Okay, can we trust it? So there was a, a couple new leaves that were unfurling on the Monstera that she has. And she was staring at them, kind of expecting that they were going to just totally open up and unfurl in that moment in front of her. And then she said, it made me think about how I can be in my life, excited and eager, but a little impatient with myself and my personal growth. Hmm. That felt familiar. (laughs) That felt very familiar. I mean, some of us may say triggered. Personal growth takes time. It just does. But we live in a microwave society anyway, where we want things to happen immediately. And now we're living in a society where there is a lot of uncertainty in the air about whatever the F is about to happen next. It's rough. So that is when we have to go inward and trust the process. That's that's just my interpretation of the situation. So she says, sometimes I focus so hard on learning one new skill in personal development that I forget to look at the big picture. Hmm. Big picture being representative of how far you've come. And there's a lot to be grateful for when we consider... Dang, I've already done quite a bit. You know, I've I've learned some lessons. I've made some mistakes, but I've gotten as far as I've gotten. And, you know, we we live in a society where instant gratification is very much a thing uh, for so many reasons. But sometimes we 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 come so far, but it's like we want to pass go without going around the monopoly board. And that's just not how it works. You know, I mean, obviously, if you're familiar with that game. You might could get lucky and skip a few steps sometimes, but generally you you gotta it's due diligence. There's a process. There's so many processes that I've been involved in, like major ones, ones where it really requires a lot of, you know, intention and energy towards having something come to fruition, whether it be something as significant as carrying a baby or maybe taking a very long road trip or planting some seeds, starting a propagated plant, something like that. You know, we, it's something where you go into it and you know, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some effort. Might could be tedious. Might could be something that is going to not be enjoyable for a duration of the process, but the process is necessary. So what do we do in those moments when we're feeling impatient about, dang, when is this, when is this leaf gonna open up, yo? Like, I just want to enjoy this new leaf. I just want to enjoy the success of completing whatever it is that I'm working on. I just, I want to see the end. (laughs) (laughs) spoiler alert, what happens at the end? Hmm. They say life is a journey and that journey is representative or symbolic of the process of actually getting there. And as we're getting there, as we're moving through 
whatever it is that is necessary to get from point A to point B, also known as the process, mindfulness helps. If you're struggling with impatience, every moment, they say the present is a gift because it's like you only are guaranteed the moment anyway. So get your gifts. You in the present right now, even if you need to pause this, especially if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling uncertain, I encourage you, pause this. Take a contemplative moment and just try to enjoy where you are. Count your blessings is a great place to start. I mean, when it, ta- when it comes to things like mindfulness and meditation and, and giving gratitude, that literally is a whole other conversation. I just want you to learn a lesson from a monstera right now before I get too long-winded. And I want you to slow down and trust the process. The leaf will open. The ball will drop. The project will get completed. You win. Survival lesson number four comes from seedlings. Where are my gardeners at? Like where my seeds start in germinating and grow light copying and trellis propping gardeners at? Where y'all at? Stand up. This one is particularly for you because we're going to learn a lesson from our seedlings, which is to bloom where you're planted. Okay. Right now we planted. It's really simple. I mean, it's simple yet profound, but really we are all literally planted. And I know that so many of us anticipated that we would kind of not be planted, you know, in, in the sense of being able to move around, being able to do all those things that got canceled. And I'm, listen, I feel for you if something very important that you were looking forward to or that was going to be like a good look for you got canceled. Trust me, that's most of us really. Like we should, we all know that by now. But in the interest of blooming where we're planted, hmm, so we didn't get to do that thing. So it didn't work out. Okay, okay. So what what could work out? What could we do where we are? Obviously you've seen it, you know, all of the, the entertainment for sure has kind of transferred to going online. Uh, I was very excited to participate in a virtual conference. Y'all, we have a conference on the internet, like a whole entire conference on healing plants, healing trauma, excuse me, healing plants. Like imagine that they heal us. You get me, you get me. But we had a whole entire conference, right? we realized, okay, so we can't all get together in a room. So, you know, we're going to have to do the the responsible social distancing thing. And we still need this information. We still could benefit from all of this. So I say all that to say that what we're exercising in those things, especially with transferring to digital and not every solution has to do with whatever you were going to do figure out how to do it on the internet. But the concept of blooming where you're planted just simply refers to becoming your best despite the circumstances that you are placed in, especially circumstances that you didn't anticipate. 
I mean, the common theme, because there is a theme in these survival lessons that we're learning from our plants, and it is absolutely resilience. So it's just simply a matter of understanding you're planted, but knowing that as a plant, just let's think about it from the plant's perspective. The goal is to survive. The goal is to bloom, right? Blooming, I don't mean this in the super literal sense because obviously I'm making analogies here, but blooming represents the culmination of, you know, like the getting to that point where you're at your best, you're at your peak and you can get there no matter where. What happens with this plant as we're thinking about it from the plant's perspective, put yourself in the plant's shoes. They don't wear shoes. You get it. (laughs) But if we think about it from the perspective of the plant, they're going to find the sun. They are definitely going to lean in towards the sun and soak up all of the nutrients from whatever the growing medium is and conserve as much of the water as they need to, if necessary, in order to be able to survive for as long as possible. But ideally, that plant will use its resources and energy efficiently enough to be able to bloom. How can we do that as people in the situations that we're in as planted? Staying at home. They said we got to stay in the house. How are we going to bloom in the house? Our seedlings want us to know. Our seedling, the survival lesson that they are trying to teach us is to bloom where we're planted. I encourage you to try it. Survival lesson number five, one of the most important lessons comes from one of the least favorite plants out of all the plants. And it's not even one particular plant. It's just a type, which is weeds. Don't nobody like weeds. Okay, most weeds ain't even really weeds, but that's a whole other episode. But when it comes to those plant, the plant life that we consider to be weeds that take away from the plants that we are cultivating, you know what a weed is. Generally, you're with me. What we can learn about the way that they grow and the way they keep on coming back is Don't let anything stop you. That's all I'm trying to get at. The weeds are teaching us a survival lesson. As a matter of fact, when I was drafting up the five survival lessons from plants, all I did, it was so simple. I looked out the window, like I legit looked out the window, saw the dandelions out there. Now, I'm not going to get into everything that dandelions do for us, but what we can agree to is the fact that most of us consider dandelions to be weeds. I just noticed those common weeds out there, and I knew as soon as I saw them that there was a lesson to be learned from them, which is nothing's stopping you. Don't let anything stop you. Come back and bring all your friends. (laughs) That's what weeds do. They come back. They are resilient. Nothing stops them. They thrive in any condition. Weeds grow in the shade. They grow in the sun. 
they wherever the nutrients are essentially because that's what they're after they're competing with that's why we don't want them in the garden with our plants that we actually desire is because they're taking away from that in some way and you know the other reasons but stick with me the lesson of survival that we're going to get from these weeds is to keep pushing up keep springing forward be the thing that your dreams can't shake you you know what i mean don't be shaken don't be stirred don't be stopped be the weed there you have it five survival lessons from five plants that most of us know pretty well at least one of them you could identify with you could relate to something on this list resounded with you because we all really do need to be resilient at the end of the day patience is being tested i hate it yo the kids are out of school they've been out of school parents i am with you my heart my mind my soul everything somebody come help me somebody come and get them we can't even take them down to the Chuck E. Cheese. You know what I'm saying? They can't play on the park equipment. Listen, don't get me started because this is not what this is all about. But IJS, as a mother, <laughs> as a mother of small children, I am not okay. I am doing good to get this episode to you on today if I'm 1,000% honest. And speaking of getting this episode to you on today, I'm so glad that I got to get it to you on today. Like I said at the top, it was downloaded into my spirit. I really, I was struggling with determining the point that I was going to make today, uh, along with the grocery list of other things that I am struggling with. Because full transparency, this is a very unusual time where many of our circumstances are unusual and trying to navigate uh, emotionally, which that's why I'm talking about me in particular. And I know that I'm not alone, but trying to navigate through all of this emotionally is, is challenging to say the least. So my thoughts are with everyone, my heart, you know what I'm saying? I'm burning candles. I'm, I'm, I'm meditating. I'm, I'm considering putting positive energy into the world. And this episode is part of that contribution. And I appreciate you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your ears. I didn't want this to be long. I'm not holding you. We're we're pretty much done now. I just want you to tell a friend. Can you do that? Can you share the social media? I don't care which one. It could be like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of those. You can find me at Black in the Garden, by the way. It could be YouTube as well. You could even become a patron on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash black in the garden. All of these links are absolutely in the show notes. And I just want to wish y'all love, light, and soil. And we out.